we could go down like multiple bunny trails and, and rabbit holes with what all the manipulation that occurs in Wall Street. But the biggest thing is the mindset that it has created. Yeah. Why, Ian, let me ask you this. Why do we believe that retirement is the answer? All right, Joey, it's rock and roll, man. So I told you before we started that, um, that wealth without Wall Street attracted me when, when your bookers sent it over or your agent sent it over to me. And it's not about money today. Like we're not just talking about money. We're talking about a life, a lifestyle. We're talking oh, yeah. about uh, ways to grow yourself. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to do today that doesn't have to do with just wealth. It's the, or the byproducts that is wealth or the uh, features and benefits that are from wealth. We're going to talk about some of the beginnings of, and then we'll talk about those other fun things too. Yes. Um, we're going to give the audience three steps to being an investor. We're right. Going to tell the audience how they can, how they can grab your app and the book you've got coming out first. Let's get to know you. So what do you, what's your story? What's your background? Why is your business called wealth without wall street? Did wall street beat you up in an alley one day? Did you <laughs> get your, did you, uh, did you lose your ass? Were you a wall street, uh, trader investor? Like what, what, what's that? What's that about? Well, so I'll, I'll try to give you the, the truncated version. Sure. You want to know where I came from? I was, I'm the son of, uh, my parents that work with the Salvation Army. Got so it. you want to talk about coming from no money, uh, try working for a nonprofit. And, and, and this is a more background than you probably want to know. But when you work for the Salvation Army, the Salvation Army technically owns your house, your cars, all of the furniture in your house. And then they give you assignments and they literally say two times a year, there's two phone calls and you either get the phone call or you don't to move to another location. Interesting. And so you literally grab your backpack and the two or three pictures on the wall that you hung and you move to the next place and you put up with whatever the house is, the furniture, even the sheets on the bed are not yours. Mm, that's and, and so you want to talk about like, man, having a bad view of money growing up, yeah. I was super scarce because money was not abundant around me. Yeah. Um, and, and so I had a lot of head trash growing up about that. And it, it fed into even my career choices. Um, I actually thought I was going to go into the ministry full time from college and God kept shutting doors and it led me into the mortgage business around in a roundabout way. And I, I really found a niche there. I loved it. I helped people um, at, at my high point, I was making over $300,000 a year. And it was during that time that I was caught up in the corporate really kind of just beast. And, and the corporate beast to me is feel, feeling like you're trading more and more of your time to get to the, this next level that never truly satisfies. It always wants more. And what I mean by that is, man, I was working 60, 70 hours a week and my marriage was starting to crumble. And I thought I was totally oblivious to it. Right. Yeah. Isn't that um, amazing? Even though I felt like I was crushing it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, <laughs> that I don't know if you can relate, but 
Of course I can. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you interview that had the same situation? So and I, many. And I'm grateful to God that he gave me a second chance before I needed a second chance. And I'll say this. I started learning all of this stuff about personal finance in 2010 when my now business partner handed me a book and said, Hey, I'm going to start sending you referrals. If you'll just read this book, I want to make sure, you know, you understand the context in which I'm providing clients, you know, direction. So I read that book and it dramatically changed my whole perspective. It, it went, it taught me that I have to be the one responsible. Like I have to be the one to put money into things that I know and understand so that I could get to financial freedom. And, and what changed was before that, I was that guy stuck putting money away in 401ks, IRAs, things that I could not touch or affect in any way. And so I had shut off the creativity in my brain, right? When it comes to investment, I, I wasn't thinking about that at all because I didn't have access to any of that money. Wall Street was taking care of that for me. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I never was really comfortable with it, but I didn't know there was an alternative. And, sure. and so that's really, if you want to talk about what is wealth about Wall Street, it's a story of a guy in his 30s who wakes up to the fact that his life is being siphoned away. His money is being siphoned away. And he woke up and took action and took control to now become financially free. And there's a, there's three steps to getting there. And we didn't yeah. know it at the time we failed our way through that, but now we can share that with the world. Yeah. I love that, man. So there's, so back up for a second, because <laughs> our audience is, is, are, is either those guys going through it, the guys before that, who we can save to not have to go through that shit and or um, guys that are, that are working their way out of it. And maybe there's the guys in, in our audience that, that have worked their way out of it too. They're on the other side and maybe they're looking to give back. Like we have a lot of guys in the mental purpose community who are on that other side. The interesting piece is how blind we are when we're in the middle of it. And, and it's, and it makes perfect sense now to think about it and to look back and go, God, man, how, I, I totally get that. How blind I was one, you got societal pressure to produce and to provide, right. And you, maybe, yep. maybe you had, did you have kids at that point? My, my wife was pregnant with our fourth daughter and I actually yeah. have five daughters now, but nice. at the time it was four. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and that dude, that alone is scary. So we're driving, we're driven by fear. And by the way, audience, if I'm describing you, like, make sure you get your butt into the mental purpose community. Make sure you join Joey's community. We're going to help you somehow with this podcast episode and through those communities, we're going to help you. Um, and like there, there are still, like I, I went through that making incredible money as a real estate agent. So I know that world, the mortgage world, the real estate world. Um, I think the mortgage world is way tougher because um, there's not as much personal like the, your personal relationship is with the agent, not the, the end user, right? Like where the agent's relationship is with the end user, the client and, you know, mortgage guy just gets thrown in from the relationship <laughs> with the agent. And I can tell you, man, like those mortgage professionals, they would, they would slit each other's throats to get closer to the guy producing a lot of buyers, you know, all and, day. 
Yeah. And, and that's what also drives you to always be on your phone because yeah. when that agent who you've worked so hard to build a relationship with calls you with a buyer and you need to help that person and you just happen to be on vacation that week, you're no longer on vacation. No. And, and I can remember being that guy where I'm at the beach, my favorite place to be with my family. And I'm sending my wife and my daughters down to the beach saying, Hey, I'll be right behind you. I just got to take this one other call and um, I'll just be right behind you. And I'm walking down to the beach at that point and they're walking up because they're done. Like Mm -hmm. they've been at the beach for two hours and I'm the one missed the boat. And because I was literally at work in a different location, that's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I used to tell myself, no, I love working. I just... I really enjoy working from different locations. Like I want to work from that condo down at the beach and I want to work from Hawaii and I want to work from Europe. That's cool. That's awesome. That was a lie. That was such a yes, lie. Exactly. You know what's interesting? Tell me, tell me if you resonate with this. I got to a point where I knew, and, and I want this to resonate with the audience too. I knew how replaceable I was. And mm. I stopped lying to myself thinking that I was some special real estate agent. And that the lenders and the title companies and all these people that were kissing my ass and buying me, you know, buying me dinner and, and, you know, helping with the fundraiser or whatever client appreciation event, but I was nobody unless I was producing. And here's all the problem. It. 100%. That's the, like, that's the hamster race. Yeah. And I felt like I was nobody to everybody unless I was producing. So I want that to register with the audience right now. Like there are you, you guys listening right now. I felt like I was nothing, nobody, no value to the world unless I was producing at a very high level. And I'm talking my family, my daughter at the time, my wife, like my parents, my friends, my clients. I felt like I was nobody. Mm. And like we talked about it earlier, when people ask me about becoming a coach or investing, and I say, it's not about what you do. It's about who you are. Like that is what changed for me to get myself out of that rat race Yes. And actually start to live a life that I chose for myself where I really am not replaceable. Now, can somebody else get on the mic and host the mental purpose podcast? Sure. Can somebody else lead the mental purpose community and the masterminds and the curriculum and all that? Yeah, sure. They're not me. Like Aaron is not me. I'm not him. We can't be competition because we're not each other as a real estate agent. I'm replaceable in that one minute at 11.05 PM when somebody says they need you and you don't pick up the phone because you're trying to have a, I don't know, a restful night's sleep. <laughs> and then the guy that you've been prospecting after and, and courting and, and, and trying to get to buy a house for three years by, this is a real story, by the way, at 7 AM when I call him and he goes, uh, Oh, Hey man. Yeah. Uh, we got it taken care of. I was like, Oh, did you need something for your house? And he's like, no, 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 no. We, we found a house we want to write an offer on. And I was like, Oh, Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll be in the office like five minutes. I'll write the offer. No, no, no. We got it taken care of. We're all good. I'm like, okay. What does that oh, mean? That's and, a gut punch right like, there. You know what? This sucks. I'm fucking nobody. I'm, I'm replaceable. I want to build a business where I'm not replaceable, where people really value me, whether I have a dollar or $10 million, because it's who I am. It's how I show up. It's how I present myself and and, and the way I represent what I'm, what I'm like embodying. Mm. And that was, that, that sounds like what you guys have done too, to move away from that, that world. 
just wanted to be really clear on that because your story and my story are very similar. And now we're in our mission slash purpose and callings of life. And that's really special. And I, and I want everybody to feel that. I don't want everybody to know what $10 million feels like. I don't even know what $10 million feels like yet. I will. I want people to know what it feels like to be aligned with why you're really on this planet. That's power. That's well, power. And, and you know what happened for me, Ian, was uh, four years into implementing these strategies that Russ, my business partner, had taught me and I'd read through that book. I said, this is so trans transformational for me and my family. And I'm looking down the road and thinking, this is going to change the trajectory of generations yeah, because of this. Big. And I sat at a conference with him one time and I was like, I turned to him. I said, why don't more people know about this? Right. And I looked around in the conference, there's like 250 people in a North American conference yeah. who, who, who knew this process, even at the slightest bit. And I was like, well, there's the answer. There's not enough people talking about it. There's not enough people that know about it. Why? And then it was literally like at that moment that I felt like a thumb in my back, like, like God was like, why don't you do it? Yeah. fair. And, and that's when I was making $300,000 in the mortgage business. My wife didn't work. She was pregnant with our fourth daughter. Everything was comfortable. Pressure. Pre yeah. That's a lot of pressure to pull, to pull the trigger on that though. Dude. I mean, you want to say that was huge. But, but you know, the reason I brought the story up is because the impact that I was having in the mortgage business was great. Like I loved it. I was good at it, respected in the community, all these things. But the impact that I could have on people's lives to teach them what I had been living was far greater. I knew that comprehensively I could impact families and um, and lives of people. And that's really my, my word. Like if you know anything about me, that's my word impact. If I can't have impact, I'm moving on. Like I want to, I want to focus in on where I can have, um, make a difference. And so anyways, that, that's what pushed me to do this in 2014. And, uh, and Russ and I have been growing ever since and just literally inviting people into the journey as we grow. I really enjoy what you're doing. Because it's, it's not about like your, your topic is just the vehicle, your, 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 um, the depth at which you embody this type of change and transformation and impact for the world. Like it's very clear. You just have chosen that as the vehicle. Like I chose this as the vehicle. Exactly. Really? Let's be honest. The vehicles chose us. They chose us. <laughs> so our right. stories are very similar, like making really and I was making big money in real estate. And uh, flipping houses and building spec houses and, and have a big sales team. And you know, real estate agents, they, they have a lot bigger commissions than the, than the mortgage, mortgage brokers do. <laughs> That's right. Don't remind me. <laughs> and I think, the, I, think the, I think the mortgage brokers do a lot more work. A lot more work, oh, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think those things are going to change. So you jumped into this thing. And um, like just let, let's, I, I, there's so many places we can, we can go with this. Uh, let's just start talking about these, these steps to being an investor. So you, you built this company, you started thinking about, uh, Oh, the wall street piece, why wealth yeah. without wall street? Is it because of the, which by the way, I totally agree with you. There's a lack of control with that aspect. And I think about people that have like a 401k or, you know, and that's all they're programmed to do. Yep. 
Um, I have friends that just sock money to that 401k. And I said, by the way, if you have a crazy guy who's running that fund for the company you work for or, or whatever, um, pension fund or whatever for the state that you work for, and they have a, they have like a, a very down month, like, like psychologically down and they go crazy and they start making clicks on that mouse. Is your whole future retirement gone or, or is that stuff insured? That's a real question. Not a chance. There is no insurance on that. Okay. So somebody could literally, somebody has your future, your wealth, your passive income, your retirement, your generational, whatever that you've been socking away your whole life. Somebody has that under their trigger finger, basically. 100%. Yeah. And it's effing scary, dude. Well, it, scary. It, we could go down like multiple bunny trails and, and rabbit holes with what all the manipulation that occurs in Wall Street. But the biggest thing is the mindset that it has created. Yeah. Why, Ian, let me ask you this. Why do we believe that retirement is the answer? The answer to what, freedom? Well, just what's our future look like? Well, everybody does this. They, they go to school, they get a job, they work really hard, they save money, and eventually they retire when they're, they're gray, their gray is starting to come through and they're in the 70s. Yeah. Why, Why do, do we, we do believe that? that that's the natural progression? Well, one, we've never been taught any other way. Our school systems are horrific. Yeah, there's, and, there's a lot of things, right? But, yeah. but why, what Wall Street is one of the greatest marketing engines that ever existed. Yeah, yeah. Think about yeah. this. Think about this as a, as a business model. I want everybody to give me their money as much as they, as they possibly can. I want to encourage them to give me as much as they possibly can for as long as they possibly can so that what I can take that money and invest it and make a healthy profit on it and give you back the difference. Yeah. Like this is a brilliant model. Brilliant model. So how do yes. how do I convince you to do that except right. to say, you know what? I'm smarter than you and you can't do it alone. I you know what? I'm going to be your helper and I'm going to take care of your money and I'm going to make sure that you have some money left, but I can't be held responsible by the way for right. your retirement. It's like a like, weatherman. I can't like a weatherman. <laughs> the weatherman. <laughs> But, but, but here's the thing. Retirement is such a joke. It's a lie, right? Why yeah. don't we believe that we can have freedom of our time today? And the, the reason uh, is- it's not, that it's, it's not that we don't believe. It's that we choose not to think that there are other options. And I'm telling you right now, man, like I had this conversation with somebody today. He's going to listen to this. And he's going to know who I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not going to say his name. Um, where- we are so programmed as a society. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm just talking about as a society that, that there are steps to this process and don't skip steps. Don't do that. There's like, you know, when you have passive income, when you invest in property you have passive income, when you invest in other things and have passive income, you are retired. You're, you're done. As long as your, your expenses are under the passive income cover, you're good. 100%. You can technically go enjoy your life, not going to the office, except that our identity most of the time is wrapped up around work or yes. the job or 
you know, whatever, whatever it is, it's wrapped up around doing shit instead of going and being free with your family in Bali for a month because you got 25,000 in passive income coming in, but you're still working really damn hard to generate 300, 400, 500 in active income. That's, yes. that's not the formula. However, I know exactly what that's like. And so do you. Yes. And can I share even a less, um, a less, I guess, expensive example. You said going to Bali, right? Yeah. How about, how about this story? Have you ever been driving to work or excuse me, driving your, your son or daughter to school in the morning and they, in from the back of them, this happened to me, by the way, you, you talked about true story a minute ago. I'll give you a true story. My daughter was three. I was driving her to her preschool, which was rare because I was usually in the office well before exactly. she ever had to go to preschool, uh, just as right. a side note. And she says, dad, you going to pick me up this afternoon? And I was like, no, baby. I was like, kind of like, you know, I don't do that. Like your mom always is the one that picks you up. And she said, why are you not going to pick me up? And I said, well, I got to go to work. She said, well, why do you have to go to work? I said, well, I have to pay for this car. I have to pay for our house, the food that we eat. She said, well, we already have a house. We already have a car. Like it just didn't compete. Like she just, this three-year-old just, why can't you come and pick me up? Like, I want to be with you, but yeah. you can't be with me. And, the, and the, as simple as that sounds, okay, I'm not talking about going on some, you know, lavish journey yeah. with my family, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, we, we did that earlier this year. But when your daughter, when you have to go to work, and yeah. this is the anchor that drove me. So this is uh, about five years ago, we were on this this journey to growing our passive income. And this was the anchor that drove me was this conversation with my daughter. And I said, I will never tell my daughter I have to go to work when she wants to spend time with me because I will never have this time back. Dude, that's true. That's what drove me. We, we have a very similar situation here. My, I, I realized I was replaceable, right? And, and any real estate agents listening to this, Get as pissed off as you want. You are 100% replaceable. Any mortgage brokers, you're 100% replaceable. Try not answering your phone to your top agent that refers you business for five hours. You're done. Yeah. You're replaceable. You're nobody at that point. You guys are going to become enemies because you're going to hate each other so bad. You're going to be so hurt. You'll come out and hate. And I, I realized after the first year, my daughter was uh, my my daughter was a want was one, and I realized like, man, I'm I am. I am selling people houses that don't give a shit about me. And I said to my broker, what would you do if I died tomorrow? And he goes, how many transactions do you have? <laughs> 23 open transactions. As I said, and I prefaced it. He's a great guy. He's yeah. not like a, he's not, he's, he's a great guy. And I said, Hey man, like uh, business wise, what would you do if I died tomorrow? And he said, how many transactions do you have? I said, 23 open. And he goes, we figure it out. We handle it. We give it to another agent um, and we close them up. And I said, what about me? And he goes, what about you? You're dead. And I said, that's all I need to know. And bro, I cried in the bathroom. I was really upset because I realized that I just missed a year of my daughter's life servicing people that I was replaceable to that if I died 
they'd still complete those transactions. And I actually had nothing to do with that. And I didn't need to be there. So I started making changes in my business, um, started getting into personal development, started learning how to evolve me. And then I realized the business was the means to an end, not my life. I love real estate. Right. I'm an expert at teaching and coaching real estate, building real estate businesses. I was replaceable as an agent. And I can tell you right now, like the regret that you'll feel later on in life when you don't do the things that you really need to do, because there are seasons for all of our children's, there are seasons to our children's lives. Yes. Like I, I guys were asking me the mastermind a couple of weeks ago, you know, explain that. And I said, there's going to be a point in time in which your daughter says, do not come into the bathroom with me forever now. <laughs> right. So the little girl that you love to play, you know, like we have these little diving sharks and we throw them in the bathtub and she has a, I taught her how to snorkel in the bathtub when she was like three over and you don't get it back. And then yeah. you got to deal with the regret and the resentment that you feel because you let your time be taken up by someone else who you are replaceable to. Think about that shit. That sucks. And I'm not talking to everybody. I'm not saying every agent. I'm not saying every mortgage broker. I'm saying you needed to hear this today. You listening in your car, listening to gym. Like you needed this today. Like yeah. don't, I never wanted my kids to ever know that I left the house and fought traffic to go to an office. When my daughter got old enough, I left the, the real estate office and started working from home. When my, my son is almost two. My son will never know dad going to work. Now, they understand that I have to host the podcast and I have to do some coaching and they know I love that. And they sometimes come in and hang with me like in this yep. room, my office will sit and watch trash trucks on TV while I'm doing stuff. That's my life. You don't want to be coached with a kid sitting here, then I'm not your guy. And in yep. that case, maybe I'm replaceable. I'm still not because you can't replace me because I'm me. You can replace a, a real estate license. You can't replace experience and, and, and expertise in coaching. But um. I love that mindset that you have around that because it's the same one I have. Like, I won't be able to pick my daughter off from school today. Um, yet I, I take her every morning. I get to cruise down Mulholland drive to, to her school. Like every morning we get to experience that together. And I know that at a certain point, right. When the season ends that I am, I will be satisfied with those choices that I made to not take calls before nine. And to not take calls after five. Now, granted, building a business, I get it. There are going to be days, like last week, there are days where I worked way into the night. I still took a break to hang out with them and to eat dinner and put them to bed. And then I went back to it. And that's very rare. That's very rare. Right. So the point is, make decisions that you won't regret later on. Even, in the, even if in the present moment, they seem like they're going to cost you a lot. Trust me. And trust Joey, they're not going to cost you nearly as much now that they will in the future. And that's a Absolutely. big, it's a big thing to take on, take from this, from this podcast. So let's talk about, um, dude, we could go down this hole. We, we can go down this for a long time. So I want to make sure we come back out and talk about uh, being an investor, the steps yeah. that you guys have and, and what you discovered. Well, so, so here's what we did is we, we learned over the last 12 years of working together, that there were steps that we either knowingly or unknowingly took that now we have organized and said, they're really under three kind of umbrellas. And you think about, 
your your maps app if you pull out your phone and you put in your 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 maps and pull it up it's a worthless tool without a destination you ever thought about yeah. that 100%. I, mean, I mean i guess it can tell you where you're at right this second but you already know that so putting in a destination makes the whole thing work and so we we kind of use the three steps as gps right yep, love it so GPS stands for goal, plan, support. And we start with the goal because if your vision, we've already kind of hit on it up to, up to this point. If your vision for your life does not include being free today, then you're going to make decisions with your money, with your time, with your resources that's God given you. Like he's given you all these resources. What are you going to do with them? How are you going to steward them? Well, you're going to steward them in the way that your vision actually leads you to. And so we actually created a course, Ian, if it's okay, that sure. is free. Um, we call it the Passport Challenge because in three days, you can go through this and you can go faster if, you, if you're like, uh, you know, trying to get things done. But in three days, you can outline exactly what financial freedom looks like to you. Who will I be? What will I do or quit doing? And what will I have when I'm financially free? And we actually, it actually is a, a, an effort of building a vision board that you can keep in front of yourself all the time. Um, totally free. You go to wealth.wallstreet.com forward slash um, passport. And that actually gives you also free membership into our community. So you get both the membership and the uh, passport challenge. And if you start with that goal now, you're ready to create a plan. Um, so I don't know. That's that's just how we've started it. Oh, I love that. I love that. Be do have is that's that's a framework, a, a foundational framework for my life, man. That's that's a that's a big one. And that that is the when you were asking earlier, or you asking me the question, why don't more people do this or no? Because they think it's do have, do have, do have repeat. What do a have, great repeat. point. Yeah, no, they they forget about it. I, I love that you have the be do have in there. I mean, look, there's a Seneca quote without a port in mind, no wind or sea is favorable. And that's what we, when we, we have a, we have an exercise very similar called uh, VMP vision, mission, person. And we outline people's, their goals. And I say to them, like, you're running this big business and you're making a million dollars a year, yet you're miserable and you're unhealthy and your marriage sucks. And you're not talking to your kids and you're not taking vacations. And you're, so what you bought 500 apartment, apartment units last year, but who gives a shit? Who cares? Right. There's no port. There's no destination in mind. You don't know where you're going. You're just doing a bunch of stuff to keep up with the Joneses and to be popular and to look good and look smart and be better than people. So I, I love that you have that. So give me that again, wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. passport. Yeah. And it's all kind of tied into the fact that this is a journey, right? I mean, yeah. financial freedom is a journey. And, and the, the, to go back to the be do have, one of the first things you learn is, who you want to be actually has to be who you are being today in some way, shape or form. Like, it's not like when I'm financially free, all of a sudden, I'm not going to be a complete, you know, jerk to my family. Right. Exactly. Like who, yep. when you're financially free, if you've been a jerk the whole time, your family's not going to be there anyway. So right. you have to be, make changes today that affect who you're going to become and uh, so anyway, we could go down a whole path, but that's what we created the courses, to be honest. And you know this, Ian, because you have a course on the same thing. 
people are so stinking busy that they will not stop and think they have built literally no margin in their time to think about anything. And so they're just reacting, 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 and they look up and they're lost. (laughs) Yeah. And it's been 15 years. Yes. Yes. And so this is, you know, you may think, well, this is silly. You're doing a vision board in a financial freedom. Like, why are you doing, if you don't have the vision, it doesn't matter the investment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, People ask us all the time. Well, wealth without Wall Street, that sounds cool. It's different. I mean, I'm interested. What do you invest in? And I'm like, who are you first? Right. Right. I love that you do that. Thank you for doing that. Well, because here's the deal. If we had one product that we were trying to sell you, I would just give you the answer as that one product, which, by the way, that's what everybody does. Right. You you hear somebody, uh, they have a podcast on real estate, you know, syndications they're going to sell you a syndication because that's their vehicle that they get paid for. I don't care what you invest in. I want to get you to your financial freedom. And that's going to be different for every single person. Like the vehicle to get you there is going to be different. So, you know, it's interesting. My dad, my dad once uh, told me nothing against, nothing against insurance guys, that's another, that's another replaceable, somewhat more scummy um, <laughs> profession. <laughs> I don't know which one is scummier, actually, <laughs> real estate agents, mortgage brokers, or insurance brokers, but uh, nonetheless, all, all very replaceable. Um, and he said to me, I was like, oh, dad, this, I won't tell you the company. Um, sounds really amazing. Like, I think I'm going to go with this life insurance product and this retirement product. And he's like, one you know how to generate a lot of cash. So you can invest in whatever the hell you want. How do you know that guy knows what you should be investing in? And I'm like, uh, good question. He goes, let me tell you something. For this business, like my dad has, has a shipping company. He's had it for 40 years. If you came to me and you were the only client today, like, and I owned a butcher shop and you walk in and you said, yeah, we're looking for hamburgers tonight and we're dead set on hamburgers. We're only buying hamburgers. We're only eating hamburgers tonight. And it just so happens the only thing I sell is pork. You better believe that if it is the difference between my family eating and not eating tonight, like as the owner, your ass is walking out of there with pork tonight, right? <laughs> and I will make sure that shit happens because there's a big at stake. And so he said, like, how do you know that guy is selling you a product that's best for you, not best for him? And I said, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He said, I want the only people you buy from are fiduciaries. From now on, the only people you buy from are people that are on your side of the table, not selling you a product from their company. And I'm like, eh, that makes sense. And the other thing that, I, that came up while you were talking, and I want to remind the audience of, and I wanted to mention this earlier, is when you get into a habit of socking money to a 401k, and you're doing that, waiting for this to happen. When I have enough money to do this, I'll do that. When I have enough this, I'll be free and I can go on that vacation. When my kids are old enough, I'll take them here. You just, it's not that it's not that it, the door just magically opens. It actually is harder because you just built a habit for 10, 15, 20, 25, 40 years. Yes. You just built a habit of not being and not doing and not having. And now you got to somehow, when you get your little gold watch and your certificate that you just wasted 40 years of your life working somewhere where you were replaceable, you now have to change your entire way of being and doing 
to now enjoy your retirement. And that's why the stats say a shit ton of people die within a year of retirement because they have no more purpose. That's right. Their identity was wrapped around this job and they're done. And that's what, well, scary, to your man. point, like if you if you spent your whole life scrimping and saving and scrimping and saving to try to retire yeah. so that then I can start living, yeah, you're Not never going to go on those trips because you never had the habit of taking a trip. You said, no, yeah. we have to defer that. Well, you're just going to keep deferring it. And by the way, now you probably don't have your health. Yeah. Right. To enjoy balance, it. By the way, is there a Do balance? What? Oh, yeah. Is there a is there a balance between because like I you know I moved to California I, my house is five times as expensive as it was in Maryland, and I chose to be in this area because listen we wanted we wanted to be a couple miles from the beach and we wanted to live on a mountain and see a sunrise and a sunset like we chose that we we also balance out with other things like we don't get crazy with cars or jewelry or clothes or anything like that my daughter's school my son's little preschool and our house are probably the big ones. We still like to go experience a lot of stuff. So right. can you balance that? Is that smart to do? Well, give yourself the license, man. Like yeah. passive income is that thing that you're not living off of while you're growing to financial freedom. Right. Okay. So let right. me say that again. If your expenses are $10,000 a month, and you're trying to build passive income to cover those, you still have to have that active income to feed the beast, like to create the passive income. Well, what do you do when you've created $2,000 a month of passive income and you don't need it to live off of because your expenses are paid through your active income? Right. Well, the 2000 could go into one of these life, you know, these lifestyle examples like you're talking about because yeah. you don't need it today right? You don't have to have it to live. It's just extra. So I think that that's, you create your own balance in that by, by giving yourself the license, man, this is money that some, that something else is working on my behalf to create. And there's a lot of, I mean, yeah. a lot of freedom and no regret in that. I love that. So let's get, I, I, I digress all over the place, but or <laughs> I, I get ADD all over the place. Three steps to being an investor. We went through the be do have, went through the free course stuff. So three steps to being an investor. Yeah. So that was the goal, right? Yep. So when we get oh, yeah, to the goal plan support. Yep. Yeah. When we get to the plan, everybody wants to still jump to the investment and say, whoa, take our assessment. It's the investor DNA. Okay. This is where you find out who am I as an investor? And we, we partner that with, um, it's a, about eight different passive income ideas that we have the pros and the cons and the resources necessary to be successful in each one of those categories. And by the way, Russ and I have done virtually everything on this list ourselves. And so we're, we built this matrix, we call it the passive income matrix to, from experience and from feedback from our community, and so let's say that you're a high driving, you know, D personality on like the disc profile. That's what ours is based off of, by the way. We had it, we had it built around the disc profile. If you're a high driving D, you're going to want results. You're going to want them quick. You're going to want um, as, as 
as cool and unique an idea that you can possibly have. You want to, you want to have kind of have, you know, beat your chest a little bit whenever someone says, yeah. Hey, what, what are you into? And you got like, Hey, I got this really cool thing. Nobody else knows. There's going to be specific things that you're going to want to be a part of on this list. And there's going to be others. The cons are going to be like, Hey, this requires detail, follow through, you know, tons of communication with people, um, you're going to have to be hospitable and all like to be in the short-term rental business. You'll be like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, the, but the, but the rate of return is so big. Like I, you know, people get right. so caught up on, man, the rate of return is so good. That's what I got to do. But if you would be miserable the whole time doing it, you should never do it. So take that assessment, figure out who you are as an investor, align it with the types of investments that would be really good for that personality type or get your, get you a, a, a partner who's really good at those things. And you guys both yeah. add value in the way you can. Doesn't mean the doors closed all the way. It just means you got to you know, be creative about it. Then now all your assets and your cash flows and the things that you're doing can align behind that. And that creates momentum. I mean, that's when you really get off the races. You've, you've really gotten rid of the lack of confidence because now you know, this is my vision. This thing aligns with my vision and it aligns with who I am as an investor. How much money can I get behind it? Because give me 24 months and I'm going to be financially free. Give me yeah. 60 months. I don't know. I don't care what the number is, but give yourself then the goal, and that's where the last thing comes in, the support, uh, the, the S, the GPS, the support, is that's when you're circling yourself up with a coach and with the community at large who, to be honest, and you know this, Ian, when you surround yourself with the right people, they're pushing you towards your goal. They're not questioning you and saying, oh, where did you hear about this land flipping thing? This is this sounds like a scam, man. I, I don't know anybody <laughs> that would buy raw land and then flip it for 300% returns. Like that's, you're, you're, you, are you sure about this? I, I mean, you get people around you saying that, what are your chances that you're going to be successful? Very slim to none. It's I mean, cool that you got that no. though, that assessment. I mean, I, I, that was me. All the people I was surrounding myself with, you know, years ago in the real estate business, we're all buying real estate. The real estate agents were buying real estate naturally. We're finding good deals and we're buying multifamily and multifamily was this thing. And listen, I'm not knocking on real estate investing or multifamily or any of that. I can just tell you that I freaking hated it. I was so bored with it. I was so done with it. I just was stuck in this trap that said, well, you, that's what you're supposed to do. You're a real estate agent. You find deals, you buy them and you, you, you know, rent them and get passive income. And all I could think of was like, God, this is the most miserable thing ever. Like running these numbers and cost segregation. And I'm like, I hate this. And then, you know what happened? Like I told you, my partner stole a shit ton of money, oh. skipped town, left me with $2 million in, in debt. I paid it all off, almost all of it. And, uh, and I started renting my car out on Toro and I was like, Holy shit. This is fantastic. I love this. I freaking love this. I was making $900 before COVID. I was making $900 a month in, in, in cash flow from one car on Turo. I was like, this is awesome. That's so crazy. I want a, I want a stable of 
I want a stable of 50 Turo cars. And then COVID hit and kind of changed things. And I moved to LA. Now I'm like, I want a stable of 50 Turo cars again. I love that. I think it's awesome. So it's so cool that you are, you're helping people. Cause I'm telling you right now, man, I know so many people in the short-term rental game who are not cut for that. And they're buying same like as me with the long-term and, and the multifamily. Uh, they're buying all a bunch of STRs and they, they don't like it and they're not doing it properly. And, and it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna cycle back. And you know what happens when things cycle back and you're still standing in the same place, it hits you, yep. you know, you don't see it coming. So that's cool that you're doing that. Really cool. I, I really admire that too. That's, that's very impactful for people. You're a buzzword. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I want to share this, like we, Again, we don't care which way you do it. We want you to get there as fast as you can. Just like on that map, you put in your destination, it gives you several choices. And yeah. one of them says the fastest, right? You ever, yeah. you ever put in a destination, it gives you three ways to get to your destination, yep. but one of them is like direct. It's, it's yeah. the fastest way to get there. That is what all, when you get all these things aligned, you're surrounded by the right people you have the coach pushing you and helping you to get there. I mean, we've had ridiculous results, Ian, where I, when I'm saying stuff that kind of still blows my mind, like a teacher calling and saying, hey, I don't, I'm not coming back in the fall because she's been creating a, land, a virtual land flipping business from Hawaii in the States. Like all the land she's buying and selling is in the States and she's in Hawaii and she doesn't have to go back to work in the fall because the passive awesome. income she's created. Or literally this, um, this corporate attorney who started buying one rental property and then another and then another and now has created a side hustle now that he could transition to, to do, have more of his time back, but yeah. to do more of what he loves to do in the real estate world. And those things happen in 24 to 48 months on average a lot. So if you think it's not yeah. possible... You just have no, to raise totally your is. lid. Like you have to put yourself yeah. in the place where these things are happening and, uh, and, and then take action. And what we're talking about here is living your life. Like That's your right. job is not your life. And, and people ask me all the time, we have 400 members in the mental purpose community at this point, maybe more by the time this goes out. There will be more by the time this goes out. Let's put that this way. There will be more than 400. Um, and I have people ask me all the time. They're like, I, I don't know what to do with myself if I wasn't working. And I'm like, I understand that's your program that's running. We need to just change the program. We need to evolve the program. Can't run iOS 6 on, a, on an iPhone 13. Like, it doesn't that's work. Right. So, it, so the program doesn't work. So, you, so if, you, if you have an iPhone 3 and somehow it still turns on, it won't run any of the apps. It just doesn't do it. It doesn't know how. The program doesn't do it. And, and we're so programmed to get up and go to work and go do this thing. I think that actually, and I want to know your opinion. I think that actually holds people back from doing the level of investing and, and getting the level of passive income that they could or are able or capable to because they don't know what the hell they do with their free time. And I think that comes down to self-understanding, self-love, self-value. They just don't know who they are without being a lawyer, without being a real estate agent. Well, what am I going to do? Go sit at the beach for a couple of days? I'll be bored. I'm, I might as well just work. Exactly. Well, it's about options and opportunity. It's not saying you have to stop. It's saying that if you did want to stop, 
when your daughter says, can you come pick me up? And you go, you know what? I can today. Cause, cause when that client calls me and says, I need you out here tonight, that was the change. That was one of the big turning points for me in my business. When the client, uh, for sale by owner who I worked really hard to get said, I'd sign, I, I'll sign tomorrow. And I said, uh, why not sign tonight? It, and they said, well, we want to interview a couple more people. And I said, you said you're convinced on me. This is a seven, $800,000 house. I, I love these guys. Like they were great to me. And the guy, they're sitting on the counter, this giant house in Baltimore. And, and they said, uh, give me the reason why you can't. It's a big commission. You're charging 7%. And I said, uh, and my fear and this anxiety spiked in me and said like, no, nah, you got to do the right thing. Like walk from this money right now if these people don't value this. And I said, because I, uh, I made a commitment then on Wednesdays, I have a date night with my wife and I won't trade that for anything. So I appreciate your time. So if you don't want to sign tonight and go with me, like I'm clear. And I started walking out and the wife started crying and looked the husband and said, um, if you had that level of dedication to me, maybe our relationship would be better. <laughs> and they grabbed the paper out of my, the wife grabbed my paper out of my hand and signed it. And she goes, sign it. This is our guy. And we sold that house very quickly. And that changed me. That shifted me. And now I knew I don't, I don't work for these people. I serve these people when I have to, and I serve my family the rest of the time. And this is just my job to produce the income, to produce the money, to fund the life. That's how it works. That, this one's always more important. The family's always more important. This is just a job to fund it. That's it. Until passive income catches up and I can be free. Oh, I love that. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're, we're, we're super aligned. And, uh, and I think if you haven't had that epiphany, yeah, use somebody else, borrow somebody's because yeah. to be honest, um, I always say I would much rather borrow somebody's than pay retail. And yes, you, great. Literally, great. if you have to go through it, you may not have the same experience that one of us has had. And it may be a lot more costly to you. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, and regret, you can't one. put it, you can't put a dollar amount on regret. No, definitely not. And look at the end of your life, however long it is, you really want to be thinking about all the stuff that you could have, should have, would have done. No, that's not, that's not the point. The point is not to work. You know, I think about, I talked to some, some guys when I was in Baltimore, um, guy was 80, six, maybe 87 years old, worked 50 years in a, uh, in a, like an automotive plant. It's on the line the whole time. Like, and I said, no, you don't want to be a manager or anything. No, and we were clearing out his house. He was in his nineties. No, he was in his nineties. Uh, we're clearing out his house. He's moving in with his daughter to some basement bedroom. And I'm like, man, this guy's whole life. Like all he did was work to have like this house paid off and to have a little bit of money in the bank. He's been wearing the same clothes since the eighties. He's driving the same truck since the nineties. He never really wanted for anything more. His kids are going to freaking attack his, uh, whatever he's left, whatever the inheritance is, they're going to attack that like hungry dogs on a, on a down deer, you know, whatever. <laughs> and like, what was that purpose there? What like, I, I don't know why I get so esoteric and thinking about it. I think that's the right word. Like, what was his job here on this planet to work that one slot and i get it not all of us can be leaders not all of us can be can be business builders we have to have people fill the slots yet how do we encourage people to go for more to be more to do and have more like 
that's my mission. Like we, they're always going to be fill slots for that assembly line. Like, why can't you go for the management position? Why can't you go for leadership? Why can't you step out and, and, and get your own business started? Like what you guys are doing is going to help people with the opportunity and option piece that says, I got the cash. I could right. step out. I could step out. Now it's just fear staring us in the eyes. I, I got the cash. I could step out here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, there, there are models. Um, some are more proven than others, right? Like you, you can follow certain things and others are much more entrepreneurial. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, talking to a guy right now who has been in the flooring industry for 21 years and he just said, man, after listening to your podcast and learning more about this process, he's like, I'm putting him a notice. Like I'm done awesome. with this Hello. and I'm, I'm starting a renovation company in the next three weeks. And I mean, it was just, but, but that was much more entrepreneurial of his own knowledge and all that. It's not, um, it's not, uh, like something that's in our program per se, but it sure, just sure. was something he took the ball by the, you know, uh, he, he took the ball to run with it and, but, but it's possible. And yeah. like you're saying, we can't ever give you more than you want. But the big thing is we want to uh, inspire you. That's why every month Russ and I share our own private personal um, passive income report. And you, you, you could have been alongside us, like listening to the podcast 18 months ago, it was $3,000 in a month. And in the last three to four months, it's averaged between 45 and 65,000 in passive Damn. income. And that's, that's not to gloat. That's to tell you, that we have gotten so laser focused that we, we started implementing these things and it's all possible if you just continue to follow the process. Yeah, man, that's, well, 45 to 60,000. Now I'm interested in that. <laughs> I'm real interested in that. Uh, yeah. And what's the last one? Support, goal, plan, support. Well, that, that's just where our, we have coaches involved that help you through that. And we also have our community. So both of those things are, are necessary. As you know, that's why you have men on purpose, community and coaching. Like yeah. one is, is great. Both is where you start to see massive results um, because you can be a fly on the wall and you can gain from other people in a group, but having somebody committed to helping you walk through what you know you should do, but you may yeah. not have done otherwise. Yeah. That's why we, we have full-time coaches and, and we help people to in, implement exactly what they want to do. That's awesome, man. Well, this has been uh, it's been a real treat. I, I, I just am so excited that there's other guys out there in different industries that are so aligned, you know, like with us and what we're doing. No doubt. Our lives are very similar. I don't have I don't have five daughters. I have one daughter <laughs> and one son. Um, you're doing some really great stuff for the world, man. Like definitely definition of man on, of a man on purpose. And that's, that's really cool to see. And I, I applaud it. And I'm uh, really grateful that you took the time for us this week or this, uh, this I was going to say this day, <laughs> this, this, this morning, this afternoon, whatever it is for you. I'm out in California. So it's, I think it's noon. Um, yeah. yeah, dude. Th thanks for, uh, thanks for giving us some time today. Really no, appreciate man, it. It's my pleasure. It's never work when you're literally just sharing uh, uh, with like-minded people and uh, and inspiring, man. That's, that's, that's what I love I to do. 
Let me ask you a quick question about that. There are many aspects of this coaching business that I think are passive income because I just, I like, I would, I, you give me a hundred million dollars in the bank. I'm still doing some of these things. I'm still doing this podcast, which, you know, the podcast doesn't bring any income. It's an authority piece. It justifies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's good content. Um, there are many aspects to our business that I would still be doing with, with all my bills covered. I'd still be coaching. I love coaching. Um, I think selling a course is passive income, right? Yep. Do it once and it, it continues to produce. Um, okay. uh, just to your point, one of our coaches was an airline pilot. And for, I want to say 20, 20 years. And last month, he turned in his notice because his passive income has exceeded his monthly expenses. And he nice. stays on with us because he loves to coach people yeah. on the same process. I mean, we're like, well, I guess, you know, you know, Mark's not going to stay on with us. He's like, absolutely not. I get to do this. Yeah. I get to yeah. be a part of this. And by the way, I am taking a lot of time off just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're like more power to you, bro. Justified, man. No, you do it. Go and do it. All right, Joey. Well, thanks for doing this, man. Um, wealth without wall street.com forward slash passport. Yes. Where they can find the free gift, so to yes. speak. Yeah, <laughs> the free course. And, yep. and when you when you join the community, you can download the app from the app store and yeah. just hit me up on there. There's a DM function within our app. And so tell me you heard uh, me and Ian go on and on for like seven hours and <laughs> you loved it. And, I believe it has uh, been I love, that. <laughs> <laughs> I love to connect with you there. Yeah. So dude, uh, very grateful for you. Thanks, man. And um, My audience, we really appreciate you listening, giving feedback, joining the community. If you haven't joined our community, make sure you do the Men on Purpose community on Facebook. Join Joey's community, Wealth Without Wall Street. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, if you got something from this, which unless you weren't paying attention, you got something <laughs> from this. I know you did. I'm confident. Joey's confident in that too. You got something from this. Um, do us a favor, share this out on your social media, share this with a friend, just be that leader, be that person for somebody that maybe has that dead end job where they're just, they just want an option. They just need an opportunity to get out. Maybe this is what they need to hear to give them some structure. Then give them Joey's free course. And you may be the catalyst to someone's life opening up and shit. You can't put a price on that. Like that is invaluable. There's no price you can put on it. And you have just changed someone's life. Think about that. So get this episode out, share it out to your social media. Tell us what you learned. Tell your people what you learned. Share it with a friend who you think you need it. Again, share what you learned. Don't just be like, yo, listen to this. Say, hey, this is what I got. And I think you could benefit from it too. Here you go. So audience, we love you. We, we appreciate all of your support. Get over into the mental purpose community. We've got a mastermind starting again soon. And um, until next time, we'll... Uh, Oh, I messed that up. <laughs> I would say, I don't, I don't remember what I say. Audience, take care. Have a good one. We'll catch you on the next one.